Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Understanding Humans. I'm your host, Grace, and sitting across from me is the one and only, Alan. That's right, folks. The one and only. I mean, who would want more than one of me? Can you imagine the horror? Oh, Alan, don't be so modest. Our listeners love your sarcastic charm. Well, I'm glad someone does. Today, we have a license to thrill with our topic license to kill. And no, we're not talking about driver's licenses, folks. Finally, a topic that doesn't involve standing in non-lines at the DMV. So, Grace, tell our lovely listeners what this license to kill is all about. Well, Alan, License to Kill is actually a 1989 action thriller film, part of the iconic James Bond series. It stars Timothy Dalton as the legendary and Essex agent, James Bond. Oh, yes, Timothy Dalton. The man who made being British and swell simultaneously cool and cringe-worthy. Oh, come on, Alan. He had his own unique charm. If you say so, Grace. Anyway, in this film, Bond gets suspended from M.S. 6 as he goes on a personal mission to take down a dangerous drug lord named Francis. And boy, does Bond get himself into some sticky situations. That's right, Alan. Bond's friend, Felix Later, played by David Hedson, is attacked by Sanchez after his wedding. And so, Bond goes on a vengeful journey to take down the bad guy. You know, Grace, I've always found it fascinating how Bond can go from sipping martinis to taking down international criminals with just a flick of his perfectly tailored suit. It's the magic of the movies, Alan. But did you know that License to Kill was the first Bond film to not use the title of an Ian Fleming story? I did not know that, Grace. You're full of fun facts today. So, what influenced this film's plot? Well, Alan, it's said to be influenced by Akira Kurosawa's film, Yojimbo. It also weaves in elements from the Fleming novel, Live and Let Die, and the short story, The Hildebrand Rarity. So, basically, they took a bunch of different ideas, put them in a blender, and voila, License to Kill was born. Something like that, yes. Oh, and here's an interesting tidbit. This film was the last to feature the work of screenwriter Richard Maybaum and the producer Albert R. Broccoli. They sadly passed away in the following years. Oh, the end of an era. But hey, at least they went out with a bang. Licensed Kill received generally positive reviews and made over $156 million worldwide. That's a lot of shaken, not stirred Martinez, Alan. Indeed, Grace. And speaking of Martinez, I think it's time for us to wrap up this episode. But before we go, any final thoughts, Grace? Just a reminder to our listeners that License to Kill is a fictional film and we definitely don't recommend taking the law into your own hands. Good point, Grace. Let's leave the spy work to the professionals. Well said, Alan. And remember, folks, whether you're sipping a martini or simply enjoying our podcast, stay curious and keep understanding humans. Oh,